Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. We've got a great show for all of you today. And I I just want to say, I hope you guys have been enjoying the hosts and the co-hosts that have been stepping in and delivering such amazing, powerful messages. I mean, I think it's just incredible how we collaborate here. Um, And, you know, part of this is kind of unheard of, they say, in media, I don't really understand that. I don't come from media. I come from the Bronx. And I know one thing about coming from the Bronx. If you don't collaborate, if you don't work together with people, if you don't really hang out, look out for each other, just not really good. And so that's what we're about today. There's this thing about collaborating. There's this thing about understanding and how we get shaped. How do we shape ourselves? How do we shape each other? And I was fascinated by the work of Christine Clark way back. And then I got hooked. And I got hooked on the the aspect of forging a life. So what did that mean for me? Thank goodness for uh, Christine and her kindness and the work of her husband as well. I got to watch some really interesting videos about what forging a life means. And then when I stepped back from it, I understand how things like this are shaping in my life. And so today I'm acutely aware that this is a process she uses in her coaching practice. And I have to say to everyone out there, there are a lot of different ways that you can coach people, but it always works better if you've got a cool metaphor where people could say, hey, Coach Christine, I think I'm in the bending stage. (laughs) bending but not breaking so today what are the shapes of your steel and for those of you out there here's what you should know about christine you can find out more about forging a life her coaching practice uh sunglowtransformation.com you can find facebook.com coach christine clark uh and we're going to give you a lot of information but what you want to know about this is if you want to have a process that works and you want to create change in your life, this is how you want to do it with somebody that knows the intricate nature of transformation. Christine, it's great to have you. It is great to be here with you today, Pat. Thank you very much. This is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And I really got hooked on that show out there. Uh, uh, what is it called? It's it's a reality show, I guess. Oh, but it's yeah. About yeah. Fortune Fire. Right. Yeah. And I don't, Benny, I don't even think you saw that. Have you ever watched that one, Benny? I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've also, within those bits and pieces, have seen amazing work. Oh, my God. You know, and I want to talk, and this is so perfect to talk about this, because you're going to walk us through what the initial forging formation is like. 
you know, what that inner child and subconscious is like. And I watched the finale of that show. God knows what season it was. I don't know if it was this one. But I watched the finale, and there was this young guy who did such brilliant work. I mean, you could see it. And they put people through tests. They put the Mm -hmm. steel through a series of tests. And I thought to myself, wow, like that's crazy. And I watched this kid in this series. He was sure to win it. He was so sure to win it. Not going to tell you what happened until later. He didn't win. But- it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was kind of obvious there. What? The- <laughs> Sorry, Pat. <laughs> but he didn't. He lost it based on the fundamentals of what we're talking about today. Right. Right. And so mm-hmm. let's talk about why it's important to understand that initial forging. How to help us understand how it creates the bedrock, the solid foundation for what else is to come. Yeah, absolutely, Pat. Yeah, that initial forging in the katana, it's, you know, drawing it out from the um, billet that it is into something long cylindrical that is going to be a sword and it's already looks like a sword. For us, you know, our initial forming, it happens from age zero through 18, really. And where it's our inner self, our inner child is what gets formed. And, you know, we both confirm and deny who we are and what we're capable of when we're in this initial process of growing and becoming. Um, You know, we imprint on the people around us and the environment, um, you know, what raised us. And all of this comes at us when we're in a place where we don't have a perception of what else is going on in the world. We only know how to interpretate things through who we are. And so this initial forging really forms us and um, creates the constructs that we choose to work under. Um, as a child, when you something happens, the only way you interpret it is by, through who you are. You know, I'm. You know, you look at a three-year-old. The, you know, <laughs> they, they're the king of, of the queen of the world, right? Right. Um, so if something happens, if you know they get the hugs and the strokes, and that's they decide, well, that's because I'm awesome. Um, but if parents have an argument, the child interprets that that there's something wrong with me, and through those things, those initial. Um, firing the hammering the forming of who we are in those initial stages um, really create our inner child our subconscious and our beliefs and values about the world Um, and there's a there's a really interesting thing about that inner child it works on a different parameter than what we as intellectual adults understand Mm. and it always wants to be right so once it decides something that, you know, this is the way the world works or it decides that this is what, then it goes looking for evidence and we pile on evidence to make sure that we're right. Um, it wants to win. It wants to know it's doing good. And its biggest priority is protecting us um, and protecting us emotionally. It helps us learn not to touch things that are hot, not to get burned, but it also tells us that, you know, if we spill the milk, um, someone gets upset. So let's not spill the milk or maybe let's, let's not even touch the, you know, let's stay away from the table. Um, and those are the ways that the inner child works. So our initial forging in life starts early on and um, builds a lot of who we are, like almost 80% of yeah. 
our identity and how we operate and what our beliefs are formed by the time we're 18. Yeah, I love talking about this because, you know, originally we think about, oh, I don't remember. You know, we, I don't remember what it was like. I don't remember. But, you know, there's some things I do remember, right? Mm-hmm. And the one thing I remember, and I, I think because my mom was so sick and my sister was 12 years older and she was a teenager. I mean, did, really, you want to take care of me? No, I don't think so, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, 12 years older, here I am. I'm three, I'm four years old, right? She's 12 years older. Do you think she wants to sit there and watch me? And so, no. So here we are. And I was pretty much left to be a free spirit. My dad was working all the time. My mom was not well. And here I was. And so I got to hang out with my sister's male friends. Mm -hmm. I got to go to the cement jungle and hit the ball. Uh, My uncles gave me boxing gloves at five. And so... It shapes us, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All of that does. Yeah. Tell us, tell me about this too, as we move forward, because we're looking at this initial forging fact and fiction, even though I remember those elements, I didn't really appreciate how they shaped me. Am I going to be this beautiful blade Like I watched Mm -hmm. this guy create a multi-layer blade to get a design. Now, I'll tell you how ignorant I am about this is I when I see a design, I think somebody sits there and scratches out a design. No, no. But they don't. They Mm -hmm. do some kind of layering thing, right? Right. Layer and layer and layer. And I thought about you. I'm watching this the other day. And I thought, oh, my gosh. The layers are so important. Isn't that what you're talking about here as well? This is a layer of sorts. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the layers in that steel, and it's called Damascus when it is layered like that, and it gives those beautiful patterns. Um, But you've got two different things put together and layered on top. And that's, that's exactly the perfect metaphor, Pat, for what happens to us as we experience, as you go about your life and, you know, the facts of my life, you know, my parents, you know, we moved nine times by the time I was in fifth grade. And that's just a fact. But then I layer, you know, what that means, and I make meaning out of it. And part of that um, meant that I don't have friends, because I never stayed in one place long enough. And even as an adult, I have great, wonderful relationships with a lot of different people. Yeah. But my part of my story was, I would when somebody says, "Well, who are your friends?" It's like, do I call these people friends? How do I know if these are people are my friends? Oh, right. <laughs> and so you know, so that's that that's the inner emotional piece that um, decides what what is and what isn't. And you're right, we make a decision and then we go looking for evidence, and the evidence is those layers um, to just keep adding in to reinforce whatever yeah. it was that we decided. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about this because there is a perception of what is true, right? What is real uh, about the facts in our lives and what is not. There's a view of what that layer looks like, whether it's true or not true. And what happens when we look at it and we think about these things and we create stories. Now, create a story and... It's fascinating to me when I watch this, uh, I guess it's a sport, it's a skill, 
when I watch these skilled people and you never hear them create an excuse. And I was really struck by that because I've watched a lot of different things in television and reality television and sports. And you watch them even in the very end when this beautiful blade that this kid created, right, strong mm -hmm. as can be, but that one slash up against the gong chips and cracks the blade. Right. When we come back, is there a crack in your blade? And what significance are you giving it? Are you giving it the power that will snap you away from your life's fulfillment? Or can you look at it with your head up high and learn from it? Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'm not talking about that. My special guest, Coach Christine, will be talking about it. We'll be right back. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistic Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web, drdarvish.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into the energy paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The energy paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative and earth-shattering way to live, work and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? then it's time to become Toxic Person Proof. Join Toxic Relationship Specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. Do you sometimes feel overwhelmed by your mind? Powerless when it seems to spin in worry circles or bombard you with self-critical thoughts? Do you want to learn how to master your mind and feel more in control of your life? Listen to Dr. Friedman's Empowerment Radio, shift from confusion to clarity, self-doubt to confidence, and from anxiety to peace and balance. Dr. Friedman and his many guest experts share the insights and tools you want to live with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in to Empowerment Radio every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. What's the shape of your steel? Uh, for those of you out there that want to find out, perhaps, what the shape of your steel is right now, this is always a live call-in show, or we'll take your questions, especially on social media and Facebook, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to hear from you. Um, before we jump into this and talk about that 
fact or fiction aspect of this. How do people find out more about you? How do they work with you? Yeah, people can find me on my Facebook page, Coach Christine Clark. Um, My website is Sunglow Transformation. Um, I'm starting a new group coaching uh, January 7th, and they can contact me at Forging a Life with Coach Christine at Gmail. Find out more about that. Oh, man, that's awesome. Um, I've learned so much uh, from you about this process you know, the more we talk about it, but also the more where I can see it. And I want to start out by asking you this question. You know, sometimes in life, we see things on the outside and we look at the outside and we say, it's shiny, it's pretty, it's new, it must be good. <laughs> and I was sharing with you during the break that the, the young man that literally had this competition in the bag, um, had a beautiful blade, everything about it was passing all the tests, but it wasn't solid. It wasn't strong. There Mm -hmm. was some compromise that must've been made for the strength of something in terms of the look of something. And don't we do that in life? And don't we believe that the truth about us is how good we look in the world when in the reality, maybe that's not it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, with that initial forging piece, as we are formed in our early age and, you know, through 18 and and through rest of life, um, you know, we have these facts, we have things that are about our our life that we just know, well, um, your middle child or your preacher's kid, or um, you had high comprehension in school or your slow reader. And these are all just labels, all just titles. And then we we make up a story about what it is. And that's the internal piece. And what I talk about is fact and fiction. And I want to be real clear when I say fiction, that is the story that we make up that goes along with the facts of our lives. But that fiction does not mean that anything that happened to you or you experienced wasn't real. It's very real. Yeah. And but it's what we make it mean and what how we internalize things and what the truth of our life is. Um, And then as we make up these stories about the facts of our life, then it dictates our perception and our core beliefs about ourselves, um, what we're capable of, um, who we are in the world. And um, we can look all shiny on the outside we spend an awful lot of time you know looking good to society to our parents to the teachers and um sometimes that's just a facade sometimes we get out of whack from who we truly are trying to um secure our value in the world from somebody else or by getting other people's approval and all of this um is part of that initial forging because this becomes internal and shapes us and our thought processes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, how often do we do this though? I mean, what you're talking about is the illusion of truth. Right. And, uh, and, And I do believe that this young man was trying to balance both. I don't think he completely consciously sacrificed. I think he knew that he wanted to build something beautiful But at the same time, he also wanted it to be strong. But he didn't go through this. You know, this is a first time event. Mm 
Isn't that so true for us? The first time around, we don't know. It's trial and error. But the second time around, if we don't really look at the story that we're telling, right, we're going to have a self-perception that may not help us tell us about self-perception and forging. Right. Yeah. You Because once you make a, make a decision or why this happened or why this didn't happen, and then we follow it along. So, um, yeah, then we, we create this, this whole story in our head. And sometimes um, it keeps us from seeing what's real. Sometimes yeah. it, it, you know, gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, when we're thinking about forging, and let's, let's talk about this here. You know, when we're thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. And the event that you had moving nine times, you know, right. I, I had a, a similar situation. Is it possible for us, just like in the blade, is it possible for us to shape shift our stories and what they mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a lot of the work that happens in forging a life when I work with the clients, because some of our constructs, some of our stories um, benefit us. They, they talk to who we really are and empower us to be, do, have what we want. Some of our stories are getting in the way. And so we go back and we rewrite. You go back to the initial um, where it started. Go back to that initial story, that initial fact of life. And like you said, you know, Bronx. And there's a lot of things you could make out of that, (laughs) you know, from, you know, from my sister had to take care of me and I was a burden or, you know, I got to do all these cool things and I became a very independent creative child, which is the story you tell, which is fantastic. Um, So we can go back and we can look what, what's all going on around you when you decided that this was, this was a story and what is something that we can shift or write so it better serves us what's a story that helps us gain um, understanding of how valuable we are how smart we are how much we can really um, achieve so yeah we there's a point in time where we're under the heat we know we're feeling ourselves right christine I think each of us knows that there's a sense of some kind of molding thing happen, right? You know what I mean? Right. We have a sense. Maybe some people call it discomfort. Um, What is your experience in helping others of getting that awareness earlier rather than later? Yeah, because if you, the, the, the discomfort is your subconscious wanting to protect you emotionally from yeah. reaching out too far and getting hurt or actually getting wounded or failing? Um, and so what we do is you you set up, um, you know, plan for it, have the construct, and then we focus on what you have control over and being appreciative of the actions you take rather than focusing on the outcomes. Hmm. Um, yeah, to keep you in motion because... If we look at our outcomes, sometimes they're going to be what you want, and then sometimes they're not. 
And if they're not, then we say, oh, that was a failure. And then that subconscious wants to protect us from the failure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but you can't do anything to move and advance and get where you want to go unless you step out, unless you are in action. And so a lot of what um, working with people is keeping them in action and keeping them focused on the learning and what you know, what can you glean from this that happened, yeah. especially if it didn't go right? Because that's exactly, yeah, that's beautiful. Because then you learn so much more. Um, but we have to let go of that was, that was horrible. No, yeah. no, it wasn't horrible. It was a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's what we're going to talk about when we come back from break, because we're talking about how that insight, especially when we're talking about forging a life, you know, how mm -hmm. that step, that structure, you know, how we look at things that have happened and in your words, you know, back backward engineered them. Mm -hmm. So when we come back, we're going to talk about this, you know, this idea of a pre-curve. What is the pre-curve of the blade? What does pre-curve the blade mean? What does that mean? And when you think about this and when you think about what's involved in it, and you literally watch the process of mind, intellect, consciousness that Christine works with people on, you can see that there is insight into this to help you know what actions to control and focus on and whatnot. When we come back, we're going to talk about learning to use the hammer. <laughs> Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www divinelydrivenresults.com Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to the show Heart Change Consciousness with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, changemakers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Sometimes being human has its challenges. 
Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the Maximum You. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to be here with uh, Coach Christine Clark. And we're talking about the two main forces at work as we forge our lives, striving to live authentically and also making a living. You know, these two operate together. Uh, and what that means is how things take shape. So when we understand both of these, and especially if we look at uh, Coach Christine's coaching platform, uh, which is forging a life, we could understand what the steps mean and how they affect every step or action we take. Uh, if you want to find out more, Christine, what's the best way for people to work with you? Uh, they can go to my website, sunglowtransformation.com, click on a link to have a conversation with me. Um, we find me on the Facebook page at Coach Christine Clark, and also email me, forging a life with Coach Christine at Gmail. Um, I'm starting a group coaching program January 7th. It's a great way to step in um, and begin the process of moving forward. Awesome. Um, the other thing too is, you know, please check out the many different ways that Christine reaches out and helps people and mentors them as well. Um, I want to talk to you about this next part, which is so amazing to me, and I don't quite know what it means, so maybe you can explain it. It's pre-curve the blade. Right. Pre-curve the blade. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? The blade is straight. Right. That's what you want at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that process and, and what this has come to mean in the work that you do with people. Yeah. The pre-curving of the blade um, is taking the long piece and then make it into like a horseshoe. And the reason you do that is because it's a blade. It needs an edge. And so you have to put bevels on one side of it. That's going to be the, the edge of the blade. And then the back can be flat. Um, but if you don't pre-curve it because you're working with three dimensions, and you start putting a bevel on one side, it's gonna be pushing that material and actually makes the front of the blade like curve backwards. So you have something that maybe looks more like a scimitar sword than, than a Japanese style sword. Oh, yeah. um, but if you pre-curve it, if you put that curve in initially, and then as you're taking the hammer blows to put the bevels on the side that become the edge, as you do that, the blade the piece straightens out and get, so you have the straight piece, uh, straight piece with an edge on it, which is what you want. Um, in the work that I do, the pre-curve is setting yourself up for success. It's the structure 
that you want your business to take. You want to be able to set goals and then backwards engineer them so you know what your steps are. This is where I want to be at the end of the year. Okay, so then where do you want to be in six months? Okay, where do you want to be in three months? What does that mean that you have to be doing this week? <laughs> so, right. And, um, and so you step in and engage. And we create this whole structure. Um, a plan, if you would, is the pre-curve of the blade for what people want to be able to achieve. And I... I hammer on them a little bit so we want to talk about okay if I was in direct sales and I did a lot of direct sales work and so if you want to have x number of appointments you have to know how many people that you talk to before someone will book an appointment with you and then you backwards so then how many phone calls do you have to make to have so many people book with you so you can have the number of parties you want to have so you have to know your numbers and a lot of people know what they want to have at the end, but maybe they don't know what their what their numbers are or how many times they attempts they have to make or how many people they have to talk to or where they're going to find their funding or, you know, so many different things or their yeah. sources for the product that they're making. Yeah. Um, and then the big, big piece is focusing on the actions that you control. <laughs> and not the outcomes because we want so badly for everything to go perfect and do right like you were talking about these guys that are you know making these beautiful blades and in the end the blade cracked and he was out of the competition yeah um you know what i can tell you is that he learned a lot when that happened (laughs) and so we look at i i work with people closely because once you're in motion, you really have to be able to say, I have done what I intended to do. And if the outcomes are what you want, yay. And if they're not, that doesn't mean what you did was wrong or that it was a wasted time because we have all these ideas that we want to come back and beat ourselves up for, you know, not having the perfection and really you don't have control over whether someone says yes or no to coming and working with you in your business. And so you have to control how, yeah. you know, what you can do, how you can talk to people, how you can reach out, how many times, know your numbers, all of that stuff. And that that's the structure of the pre-curve. Um, we create this and then let people work forward. And it's so we talk about using the hammer. <laughs> well, and that's it. I mean, it's, it's you know, the, the thing that we don't realize is the how strength is built, right? right. You know, mm-hmm. how the strength is built by forging, by crafting, by understanding what happens molecularly, you know, in the curve of things. How often have we heard in life, oh, you threw me a curveball? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, look, a curve metaphorically could mean very simply that here I am today. I know where I want to go and there is a pathway. And for order for me to get there, because I do want to get there, I don't want to keep going in the loop of this curve. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to put some effort forward. Yes. Now, in forging, that effort is. You got to have a hammer. 
Gotta have a big hammer, like a hammer. Mm-hmm. And what does that process mean? Because I've watched this and I've literally seen the expression on people's face when they take a hammer or something and and they create something. Is that the same for us in life? Absolutely. Because if you're, you know, you picking up the hammer and you're swinging the hammer, that means you are taking control. You are acting and you know, reaching out and doing something and your learning only comes if you're swinging the hammer. If you're just sitting back there thinking, you know, I want it to magically happen and maybe it's going tap, 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 tap. No, you got to hang on, grab onto it and really put some effort, put some muscle behind it and really make bold steps to be able to move forward. Um, and what people, when they're holding back, it's because they don't want it to go sideways. Yeah. But the truth is you have to swing with confidence and you're going to make some trash. It, it's going to go sideways at some point. That's part of the process of learning and growing. And, you know, when I, you know, Howard, my husband, who all this is based on the work he does 30 years ago when he was beginning to make the blades he deliberately broke so many blades so he could see what was inside. He could look at the structure of the metal inside. And there are so many people that in life want to just have something turn out nicely, but they're not willing to break and look inside. They're not willing to make mistakes and that hampers them. Um, So you got to learn to use that hammer. You got to learn to be in action. Yeah. And knowing that every step you take is going to straighten that curve. Every step is going to make the path clearer. It's going to give you knowledge that you can't learn or gain any other way. And as you have that knowledge, as you learn, as you're moving forward, as you're swinging the hammer and taking the steps, you're going to get there and it's going to straighten out in the process. You know, this is part of the most exciting understanding we have about our human nature and what's possible and, you know, how to make adjustments and changes to it. And I think this year, out of all the years I've thought about in my life, out of this year, mm-hmm. boy, don't you, how often have we had to pick up that hammer to reshape things? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This has been such a year of new revelations of understanding um, for ourselves, um, and for society. Yeah. So I, I want to talk with you about this in terms of, um, the actual hammer itself in our lives, but what every blow does, right. And straightening the blade. And when we think about this, every one of us has our own approach and technique to life right? Not everybody swings that hammer the same way. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their uniqueness, right? But every blow clears the path. And, you know, let's talk about that because there are some days that we don't want to pick up the hammer, right? So today for me, uh, and 1-800-930-2819, Charlene, if you want to call in again, um, I'm struck by this because I was getting ready for the show 
and I have PT today. So my PT person comes to the home. And I realized today waking up, I did not want to pick up that hammer. <laughs> physical therapy, mm -hmm. right? And I have a great physical therapist, but boy, she is the hammer. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I was thinking about this today, I know I've got to pick up the hammer because if I don't take this action today, it will have long-term consequences. Right. Isn't that true for it us is. here as well? Yep. And that's, you know, that's one of the huge parts of human nature, um, huge parts, especially if you are working in creating your own business, that we have these times where, you know, I just don't feel like it, or I'm tired, or I want to, you know, a break or take a day off, which you can. But <laughs> knowing that if you start and stop and start and stop, it's harder every time. If you can continue to do the hammer blows, if you continue to stay engaged, mm -hmm. then momentum helps take over and you can roll forward. Mm -hmm. But when you stop, because I don't want to do my therapy today, because I don't want to pick up that hammer, then the next time it is harder. You know, if, and put it with the analogy of the jet plane, you know, it takes so much force and so much energy to get it off the ground. But once it's in flight, very little energy to keep it going that's the same with us and so that trap of not taking action for a variety of reasons there's all kinds of reasons we do this sometimes we just um decide that i've had it enough or i've maybe you had a blow i think I, uh, most of it comes when something goes sideways when we, oh, yeah. we're in the action and we don't get the outcomes and we then we tell our stories that this is wrong or we failed and then we want to go into hiding we want to you know step back into the comfort zone and go suck our thumb for a little while yeah and um then when we come back out we've lost so much ground and you have to start over yeah. And it takes so much more energy. Oh, my gosh. It is. And I really take this. Let's go ahead and skip the break, Benny and Kellen. Um, you know, Kellen is one of our new uh, producers on the show. And, you know, Benny and I have been together 16 years. And so we've had a lot of time to forge the blade, Benny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, be uh, careful, though, Pat. I'm going on 18 very soon. So yeah, I'm going to be forging true. my own path. Okay. Oh <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, and when we started doing this, we started with crust busting and Benny would always play the jackhammer. That was part yeah. of our deal was the jackhammer. Um, cool. But when I think about the work that you do is I think about how this is so important, not just in the successes, because if you're a Kellen, right, you're a new producer, you are in the fire right away there, mm -hmm. you're, you're put in and then you get to do my Thursday uh, four o'clock show where somehow for some strange reason we get something like 36 callers and, oh, wow. <laughs> and, and so you're put in the fire right um, but you talked about this earlier what's your steel made of are you going to let something like that throw you or are you going to show up and do your best and that's what makes you know, the people that are on this team, Cullen, Olivia, Jessica, everybody on this team, David, Benny, you know, 
that's what makes this, for me, continue to want to forge forward. Let's talk about that because in this, this last piece, fail, 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 loser. Oh my gosh. How <laughs> many times are we told that across the board, right? And what's the mm -hmm. impact on that, especially when we're talking about forging a life? Yeah, it, it makes us want to step back and it makes us want to um, hide and, and pull back. Um, because it, it influences or affects our inner child, the part that wants to protect us, the part that wants to always win and want the best for us. And when we are in the work and intellectually, intellectually, we want it to be easy. We want it to be no sweat. We want to just be able to roll out and have it be beautiful. You know, we want our dress rehearsal to look like the, you know, the final performance and that's not real. So then when we get, as you said, we fail and we fail and we fail. Um, then we want, then that subconscious thinks, oh, this is no fun. This is scary. This, we don't, you know, we can see that how much you, you're grieving because it didn't go according to the perfect plan. And so then the answer is let's sabotage. Let's, let's do something else. Oh. Let's, let's, that's where all that, you know, the, the hesitancy comes in. That's where procrastination comes in. That's where, when you're about ready to step back into the forge and grab that hammer, you think, oh, well, maybe I can go clean the garage because that feels really good. <laughs> and, and, and it gives me a stroke. So we have this balance between our intellectual ideas of what it should be, the realities of what actually happens and how that affects our inner child and how our inner child then influences our actions to protect us. And when we can look at our actions as being the main thing and approve or, you know, give ourselves the accolade that, hey, I tried. So that keeps our inner child engaged. Hey, we tried. Yeah, we got the win. Whether or not it came out good or not, right. it helps keep you in. And you have to reconnect as you're going through it, as you're learning lessons. If you can come back and understand that you have everything you need and have had everything you need to continue forward it's such a stronger point of view. We yeah. lose sight of that. I think yeah. is what happens is when life beats us up, we lose sight of the value that we have and what we're capable of. And we doubt ourselves. And that's when, that's when you come work with Christine. Um, no, that is when, because I think the one thing that I was on a call last night for the solstice, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. There was a small group of us that came together to talk about, the solstice, but Jupiter and Saturn and all the energies of this. And one of the things that came up uh, in the conversation had not so much to do with fear, but had to do with doubt. And doubt is a absolute killjoy. Yeah. And I have never been able to navigate the waters of doubt without the help from somebody else. 
Absolutely. And can you talk about that for a minute in the closing here? Because if I use this idea of forging and I use the hammer, the one thing I will say about all of the people I watched with this, when they picked up that hammer and made that hammer hit that steel, their commitment and focus to that was absolutely undeniable. Mm -hmm. And when you doubt, that could have horrific events in so many ways. Can you talk about that um, and talk about, you know, this beautiful work you do and helping people hammer that shape out? Yeah, absolutely. And you're right, Pat, when you're in the work, when you have that hammer and you're focused and you're taking action, you're in your strength. And then, you know, if we, doubt is huge because if you doubt yourself, then you start questioning everything. How am I holding the hammer? Am I swinging too hard? Am I swinging too soft? Is the steel too hot? Is the steel too cool? And then it like, it can just overwhelm you. And what we keep people in motion is focusing on that you've got the hammer, you're doing the work and focus on what you're doing, focus on your next step and just put the blinders on and knowing that whatever the outcome is, you're learning, you're growing, you are progressing and you're gonna get some outcomes that you want. And that really helps um, hold the doubt in bay. And I agree with you 100%, the mind that creates the block does have its own answers. Everybody inside has their answers, holds the answers to their own blocks. However, I've not yet met one person that's in the middle of their stuff that's able to reach that answer without an outside catalyst. You just need that person that's the sounding board that can ask the questions, that can do a little probing and a little digging and help you uncover what you know to be true and who you are and get you back on there and get you back in motion. Mm. And that's one of the most exciting parts of what I do when I work with people is getting them to that point where they can see that, oh, hey, I knew this and now I can act on it. It's lovely. And, you know, in this, thank you. First of all, let me thank you for bringing this conversation to us today because I think that we are at uh, a real tipping point, a crossroads, so to speak, and whether or not we're going to be strong, you know, as we hammer our own blades of life, you know, mm -hmm. if we're going to be strong and preparing ourselves and really striking that steel with strength and conviction, but also fearlessly doubt, doubt free, right? Yeah. Um, and this is the work you do to help people because we do believe we fail and we create a story around that, don't we? Right. Yep. That I'm not enough. I did it wrong. I'm not smart enough. Um, I don't trust the right people. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm too nice. I'm too kind. Yeah. We, we create all kinds of stories and none of those actually serve us. Um, Unless they're in stories about your power, then, then they're great. Um, but most often that's not where we go automatically. Yeah. Mm. Um, thank you for today. I, I want to talk with you a little bit about Forging a Life Group uh, coaching program you're creating on January 7th. Um, 
and can can you talk about what you're doing with there and then also you know the the event that you're creating fourth tuesday of each month because you're out there to help people so tell us about what you've created for people to really become part of now as we move forward into 2021 yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Forging a Life group coaching is working each week getting a bite of the Forging a Life to walk people through from visioning to galvanizing their vision to creating the pre-curve and setting up the structure, finding their uniqueness and being able to broadcast that and to benefit their growth. Um and what I love about the group coaching is I keep the group small, five to eight people maximum. Wow. And so then everybody gets to really have an opportunity to talk about what their wins are, what their challenges were, get the training, and then set intentions for the next week. And we meet every week. And it's just a lovely way to be able to move into 2021 and go forward from there. Um, and I'll tell you, Pat, um, because of what 2020 was and wanting so much for so many people to be able to move forward in 2021, um, I'm doing it for a ridiculous 40 month, $40 a month. You can be part of a group wow. that meets every single week for one hour and really help yourself create the structure you want, take action, stay in action, learn as you grow and move forward. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm. I'm just excited about it. I'm just jazzed. Yeah. And boy, I'll tell you what is so much needed. You know, Christine, thank you so much. Coach Christine today, Forging a Life. Thank you so much for today. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with? And happy holidays to you and your family and all that you do. Yeah, happy holidays to you as well, Pat. You know, for people, um, the initial forging and the hammering to shape that molds us um, does not deny or confirm, you know, your core essence, you know, what's in your steel, your authentic self, that remains steadfast. And when you look at your life through the eyes of the bladesmith, you can see that the events of your life are the part of the process of becoming your best possible self. And that's the point, um, that every action you take, everything you learn is creating who you are meant to be and lean into that um, visit me on my website at sunglow transformation um, email me at forging a life with coach christine to talk about joining into the group program um, yeah and then join us next time next month <laughs> yeah and let's do this forging a life together because the time is right for us and christine is somebody coach christine that does it all so very very well christine thank you so much for today thank you all for tuning us in turning us on benny kellen happy holidays to everyone